Hello, dear friend, and welcome. My name is Cynthia Alice Anderson, and I'm the owner and founder of the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. I have been so honored to be able to offer these programs several days a week, and these programs I know are inspiring, they are supporting, and they are uplifting your life's journey. I want to see that continue, and I honor you for being a part of making that happen. So for over five years, we've been able to offer these programs, and we want to continue to be able to offer them. So over the next 90 days, we are raising $9,000, and that's going to get us all the way through the end of the year. So I ask you to consider taking the time to support the channel that supports you. And again, our goal that we're asking you to be a part of is $9,000 in 90 days. And we look forward to hearing from you, friend. We're honored to support your journey. And we always are lifting you in prayer for God's highest and best in your life. Blessings on the journey, dear friend. And I look forward to seeing you very soon. Welcome to the weekly message from Unity North Tampa, presented here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. Today is a special day because only once every seven years do you get to have church on Christmas. (laughs) And uh, I think it's great we're doing it. Anybody happy we're here today? Yeah. Yeah, all right. All right, all right. And I said, you know, kids, if you want to come, feel free to wear your PJs. I love that these kids are here and they feel comfortable in their spiritual home. We are a spiritual home, as it says, for all who seek peace. Amen. Amen. So we had a beautiful service here last night, and we're still, uh, several of us slept over, so we're still reverberating in the in the energy. And it was a lot of fun because uh, I went to sleep with several, surrounded by several friends and woke up and here on this property, it was really special because we were saying last night, this is kind of the place, Jesus would have been in a place a lot like this. Except, you know, it would have been in that back kind of lean-to that's, <laughs> right? And there would have been a little feeding trough there and, and all those little animals would have been there. And we love to celebrate that because we love to remember the hope that Jesus brought to a troubled people at a troubled time. And so for us today, yes, we need to seek to remember that. And yet there's more for us to do. And one of the things I love about unity is we believe not only was Jesus born and became the Christ, but in fact, that Christ lives in us. It sounds kind of simple because it's all through the scriptures that Jesus said, well, you are in me as I am in the Father. That's all through the scriptures, statements like that. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and all things were made by this word and all the, everyone had this light within them, it says in John 1. So if that is true, and you've heard me say this a lot recently, as people of faith, it's time to get busy. And I'm not saying people of faith to be separatists. I'm saying it so that we kind of rise up to that call. Because everything in the world says, no, be like this and need stuff and buy stuff and look cool and have the best this and that. And we're saying all that stuff is fine to have. But if the being is not there, all that stuff is very empty. Don't we know that? 
Don't we know that? Because you can get all the stuff and still feel what? Sad, lonely, and depressed. But when you have God on board, when you know absolutely the Christ is in you, it doesn't matter what you have and you're happy. I was very happy to, to wake up in that, that little room back there this morning. I had plenty. God was my source. I'm not missing anything. Because I know God loves me. I know the Christ lives in me. I know that. I absolutely know that. Say with me. She knows that. Okay. And then say to the person next to you, do you know that? You know that. Yeah. Christ lives in you. Christ lives in you. And there's nothing you have to do to get it. It's already there. What's that? No. (laughs) But good guess. Because... So, but God does guide us and lead us, right? That's what you're meaning to say. Absolutely. God guides, leads, directs. Yeah. You know, uh, when I'm at a crossroads in my journey, if I'm not sure what to go, where to go, I look for signs and symbols. So I look for light to guide that way. Right. Well, today we're beginning we're kind of the this is the series before the series where I wanted to step into an idea that's very particular to unity and it's called the 12 powers raise your hand if you've heard of the 12 powers okay I just want to know okay so the idea and so Charles Fillmore unity's co-founder wrote a lot about it but the thing is he didn't even think of it he just popularized it okay but raise your hand if you've heard of the chakras the seven chakras Okay, a lot of you who don't know about the 12 powers know the chakras. So it's the same idea in that there are 12 energy centers in the body. And what's so beautiful about it is that, uh, is that each of those energy centers has a very specific spiritual power associated with it, much like the chakras. And even work has been done overlapping the chakras and the powers. So we, we can go, you know, as far as you want to go deep into that, I can send you on a, a, a send you down the rabbit hole with that. And, and sometimes that can be really, really fun. But today what we're doing is we're we're seeking to be called higher into our Christ itself. Last night we said, Jesus Christ is here now raising me to his consciousness. Jesus Christ is here now. Literally, the molecules that Jesus would have breathed are still here. Nothing is is created or destroyed. Energy is. Right? So if that's true, we need to start acting like it. So we are being called higher into our own Christhood. So we remember Jesus' birth, we celebrate Jesus' birth, and now it's time for us to get our Christhood on board and begin living that way. So each of these candles up here represents a different power. And in a moment, we're going to light each one. Greg and Penny are going to help me with this. And each one is a different color, you notice. And each one stands for a different power. And even each one stands for a different disciple. And you're saying, well, wasn't Jesus just born? We're talking about the disciples. Yes, that's true. But the idea is that these 12 powers were known completely in Jesus. So these 12 powers, and if you look through his ministry, you can name all of these 12 powers that we're going to talk about that he absolutely owned in their fullness. And so what I've learned over the years is that we all have this innate spiritual power. Well, if you have power, you know there's a good use of power, a holy use of power, and a negative use of power. 
right? We see it every single day. So what we're trying to do is have this positive, holy use of our spiritual power to create good, love, hope, joy, peace, forgiveness in our world, right? So that's the idea. And I say it's a series before the series because in a couple of weeks, we're going to start a series on a book I co-wrote called The Twelve Powers in You. And it's a modern day understanding. Sometimes Charles Fillmore you start to read a sentence and you get to the end and you go, this is a completely different idea that he started with. A lot of his talks were just written down. You know, sometimes I think he was going with the energy like I, I do sometimes. So, so anyway, I co-wrote a book about the 12 powers and we're going to study that because it's a real easy read and it'll help us begin to apply and bring about these spiritual powers in our lives. Because if we don't know about them, it's kind of hard to do anything with it, right? It's hard to activate it. You're going to be learning every single week how to activate those powers. But today, we're going to light these candles and we're going to do them in honor of who the Christ is. So Jesus was born a boy, but the scriptures tell us it was Emmanuel, which means what? God with us. God with us. Yes, God with us. So um, I don't think I've ever told you guys this. A few years ago, I was looking for somebody to, uh, you're going to think this is random, but a few years ago, I was looking for somebody to cut my boy, my son's hair. And I wanted somebody, you know, cool. That was, you know, he could relate to and everything. So the lady was cutting my hair. I said to her, hey, Lauren, do you happen to know a good guy that would cut my son's hair? You know, I don't want to bring him to a like girl salon or whatever. <coughs> she said, yeah, I know a guy. I said, what's his name? She said, Emmanuel. I said, okay, we'll take him. I said, yep, that's the one. That's the one. Been cutting his hair now for years. Really cool. Really cool, man. His name is Emmanuel. I was like, is his assistant named Gabriel also? I mean, yeah, Emmanuel, God with us. That's the the guy who cuts my son's hair. Emmanuel. Love it. Love it. So God is with us. Turn to the person next to you and say, God is with you. God is with you. God is with you. And friends, I'm saying this because sometimes on the journey, it feels like we're alone. Sometimes on the journey, it feels like we're alone. It's the holidays if we're alone. It's uh, if somebody we love has passed. You know, every year I deal with my grandmother died on Christmas Eve. This is my second Christmas without my mom. I know many of us have had spouses that have passed on. So I say these things, not because I'm trying to convince you of anything. I want to give you hope that you're not alone in this, even though at times we feel alone. So I want to remind you, God is with you. God is with you. Jesus Christ is here now. You are not alone. Say with me, I am not alone together. I am not alone. Yeah, I'm not alone because God is here. Yes, I'm not alone because God is here. Yeah, yeah. I was really struck by, uh, there's been a lot in the news, you know, about this recent suicide. It's kind of a superstar. And, you know, friends, when we don't know our true nature, we're bound to be depressed. When we don't know that God loves us, we're bound to uh, get lost along the way. And we do what we do here to give people hope. So please, please, please. Share what it is we're doing here with your friends, with your family, with the world, in in whatever way you do, whether you're on social media or you're just talking to a friend on the phone. Invite them 
Sometimes that one call or that one hand or that one hug is going to help save someone. That's really the point we're to in our society, that we've gotten so isolated because we're so into the electronics. We're looking to that to get our needs met. And you know what? That's all fake. It's not based in reality. It is literally a false reality. And that's where we're getting all our information. It's where we're getting our sense of self and what really matters. It's been, I've really come back to some of the people in my life. I, I, I don't know why every year when I get to the end of the year, I start looking backward. Do you all ever do that about this last year or about sometimes I get kind of reminiscent and I look back at my childhood and the people that mattered. And it, the people that mattered were the ones that just were there for me. None of them were cool by today's standards. But they were cool to me. Why? Because they love me. I love learning about the things they knew about because they took time. Not because they had the right clothes or bought the right thing. As a matter of fact, they all had very little. Interesting, right? So today, what do we see? You've got to have the stuff. You got to have faith, baby. Yes. Got to have faith. So the question I want to ask you as we're celebrating the birth of Jesus is what would you, what do you think you're being called into? And we're going to be asking this question over this next week. How are you being called to step into your Christhood? It might be to drop your addiction you've been struggling with over the years. It might be to finally decide, you know what? I'm worth sobriety, so I'm just going to stop using. I'm really worth a better life. It might be that. It might be that. It might be I'm going to start being of service in my church community where I know I have a gift to give with the kids here. Or maybe I'll help with hospitality or working outside because that's a gift I have and that's going to make people feel more welcome as the place is beautified and people are loved as they come in and get their food and all that. See, it's, it's so simple the things we're called to. But we want to be asking that. And also as we're ending the year, we're because next week we're going to be talking about, okay, releasing this whole year. So you have to start to get clear about what it is you want to do so you even know what is yours to release. So this is a deep process I'm inviting you into over the next week. Next Sunday is going to be all about releasing 20, what year are we in? 2022. <laughs> All about releasing 2022 so we can move into 2023. We're going to do Burning Bowl and White Stone all in one service. Yes, that'll be a very interesting service. So give some thought to what are you being called into in this holy season? And each of these, you may hear something as we light the candles and as you say the affirmation. And these affirmations are old. They're from unity, so way back in the day. And I kept them worded just as is. Because sometimes I like that old unity stuff. Because that's how we got to where we are today. We have a gorgeous unity village in the middle of Cowtown, Kansas City, when nobody thought that was even possible. Because the founders believed in the things we teach here today. They believe that God is here now, that your, that your uh, spiritual journey could be a journey of faith, of hope, and love, and vitality. Unity started simply because they were trying to give people meaning on their spiritual journey. They, they weren't trying to start a church. They said, we just want to get bring life back into these prayers. 
So these statements that we're going to be reading in just a moment are right out of the old time unity stuff. So if you see, like I think in one of them, there's a word imaging. I don't think I've ever said that word <laughs> except for reading and something in unity. So just go with it. And, and see as you, as we light one of these candles, maybe you're being called to a certain spiritual power even to bring forward this year. I know I'm being called to one. I'm not ready to share yet. So we're, we're working, we're still in, I'm still in process on that. All right. So as we do this work, we'll light each of these. I'll have you, you know, do a responsive reading. Greg and Penny will come forward and then we'll take those ideas right into meditation. So you'll have a little time to think about, pray on, be with some of these ideas. All right. So we'll begin. Yes. On that end, I like this candle for Peter who represents faith. Together, through the Christ's faith within me, my faith is made steadfast. I hold firm, and I am courageous. We light this next candle for Andrew, who represents strength. Together, through the Christ's strength within me, I am made strong. I have the fortitude to overcome all things. We light this next candle for James, son of Zebedee, who represents judgment or discernment. Together, through the Christ's mind within me, I make wise decisions. Divine justice is established in my life. We light this next candle for John, who represents divine love. Together, through the Christ's love within me, I am now filled with peace and harmony. I attract good into my life. We light this next candle for Philip, who represents power. Together, through the Christ power within me, my words go forth to accomplish God's purposes in my life. We light this next candle for Bartholomew, who represents imagination. Together, by By the the imaging power of the the indwelling Christ, I now see the good in every person and every situation. We now light this candle for Thomas, who represents spiritual understanding. Together, through the light of the indwelling Christ, I understand the truth about myself. I am a child of God, loved and worthy. I light this candle for Matthew, who represents will. Together, the indwelling Christ guides my will. I let God's perfect will be done in all that I think, say, and do. I light this candle for James, son of Alphaeus, who represents divine order. Together, the indwelling Christ establishes order in my life now. All things are working together for good. We now light this candle for Simon the Canaanite, who represents zeal. Together, Christ is the motivating power within me. I am now filled with divine zeal. I move toward my highest good. 
We now light this candle for Thaddeus, who represents renunciation or release. Together, through the power of the indwelling Christ, I am cleansed and forgiven. I now let go of all unchristlike thoughts and feelings. I make room for God's good to fill my life. And we now light this last candle for Judas, who represents generative life. Together, the indwelling Christ guides and governs the wellsprings of life within me. I am energized, renewed, and restored. And so it is. Thank you for listening to the weekly message from Unity North Tampa here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. This channel is made possible because of listeners just like you. If you would like to support the channel with your tax-deductible contribution on an ongoing basis or through a one-time gift, head over to experienceofthesoul.com. This message is copyright 2022, Unity North Tampa, all rights reserved. Our theme music, The Light of God, is composed by Shannon Croft and used with permission and available at shannoncroft.com. The Experience of the Soul podcast channel is a production of 818 Studios.